Hey, I'm Vanessa Fuchs and welcome to Branch Out, the fast flora facts edition, where I bring you the most amazing bite-sized bits of research, stories and trending topics about plants every fortnight. And today's topic is photosynthesis. Carl Sagan famously referred to Earth as a pale blue dot but the colour that really makes our planet unique is green. That's because sunlight is predominantly harnessed by a chemical compound found in plants, which is green. And I bet you know what it is. It's chlorophyll. Chlorophyll? More like borophyll. I know, I know, you're probably thinking, yeah, yeah, photosynthesis, I learned about this in primary school, but hear me out. In this episode, you'll discover how the process was uncovered by scientists, how a cunning species of bacteria has evolved with stolen photosynthesizing technology, and how this amazing set of biochemical reactions can be used to find aliens. So how was this amazing ability of plants eating sunlight and breathing out oxygen discovered? Well, the research was published in 1779 by a Dutch-born British physician and scientist Jan Egenhuis. He discovered that light is necessary for photosynthesis through an interesting observation built upon the work by English scientist Joseph Priestley. Priestley performed an experiment where he burned a candle in a closed container until the air within the container could no longer support combustion. He then placed a sprig of mint in the container and discovered that after several days, the mint had produced some substance that enabled the confined air to again support combustion. This substance was later recognised as oxygen. So Egenhaus followed up on this work by placing plants in a transparent container and submerging them in water. He noticed that following exposure to sunlight, bubbles appeared on the undersides of the plant's leaves. However, these bubbles eventually stopped being produced when the plants were placed in the dark. A second key observation he made was that the bubbles produced by plants upon light exposure appeared only on the plant's green parts. The only parts with the ability to restore the combustible oxygen to the air. So when did plants start photosynthesizing, or when did it come into existence? Well, plants weren't the first organisms, it was bacteria. And until recently, scientists thought the earliest oxygen-producing microbes were cyanobacteria, microscopic single-celled organisms found naturally in all types of water and commonly called blue-green algae. These little guys were thought to have kick-started photosynthesis about 2.7 billion years ago, using sunlight to make their own food. But 
In a 2018 study, scientists discovered that ancient microbes may have been producing oxygen through photosynthesis a billion years earlier than we thought, as long as 3.6 billion years ago. So what's the big deal with, you know, who did it first? Well, photosynthesis is a process that sustains complex life on Earth. All of the oxygen on our planet comes from photosynthesis. The fact that it actually started at a very early stage in the evolutionary history of life helps solve one of the big controversies in biology today. It means complex life would have been able to evolve earlier too. Amazing evolutionary discoveries are happening today as well. Researchers have uncovered a cunning species of bacteria which has evolved with stolen photosynthesizing technology. While we know of plenty of bacteria who can do this already, what's happening inside this Gobi desert dwelling species is so unique. Sometime during the bacterium's history, it stole a whole bunch of photosynthesis-related genes from a completely different phylum of bacteria. Basically, this bacteria now has a central reaction center, an inner sunlight capturing ring seen before in other bacteria, but then it's got this new type of outer ring. This structural and functional study has exciting implications because it shows that this species has independently evolved its own compact, strong, and highly effective architecture for harvesting and trapping solar energy something humans might be able to steal and develop into solar-powered synthetic biology. So speaking of solar power, what if the star at the centre of our solar system, Earth's sun, or a sun around a different planet, emitted a different colour of light? Would chlorophyll's green pigment still be the best for the light harvesting job? Or would plants be a different colour? Well, new research published in Frontiers in Astronomy and Space Sciences uses numerical models of chemistry and physics of photosynthesis to find the optimal wavelengths of light for a plant to absorb around different stars. But first, let's, let's break down all this light stuff. So, the Earth's surface is covered with green vegetation and cyanobacteria, which absorb a lot of red light and reflect a lot of visible and infrared light from the sun. This contrast between the plant's reflection and absorption leads to this really cool and distinctive feature of life on Earth called the red edge. Satellites monitoring Earth use this feature to trace vegetation growth, and astrobiologists may be able to look for this feature on planets around other stars as a sign of life. But if we're looking for just a red edge around a different star, we may not find anything because the edge might not be red. It might be blue or a different shade of red or not even visible light at all. The goal of the researchers was to figure out where future telescopes should look for a red edge or whatever color it is to find extraterrestrial biology and life. Although there are more complexities that could be added to their models, their findings could help scientists find vegetation on other planets in the next few decades.
hope you enjoyed this Fast Flora Facts episode about photosynthesis and you learned something new. In next week's episode, I chat to a modern witch about the integral role plants play in witchcraft and why we're seeing a rise in modern witchcraft amongst young people. So somebody's cursing plant is also somebody else's healing plant. That whole thing about our relationship with death as, you know, a terrible thing, which it is. If you wish somebody to die, you poison them in some way. Of course, it's terrible. But those very, very plants are the things that get somebody through having their leg cut off. So make sure you hit subscribe. And if you're liking the show, please leave a five-star review. It helps more people find Branch Out to discover the surprising world of plants. Don't forget to also join our new Branch Out community on Reddit to share your ideas, feedback, questions, or just to connect with other fans of the podcast. Just search for Branch Out Podcast, all lowercase and one word. I'm Vanessa Fuchs, and this episode of Branch Out was produced by Dan Butler.